0: You're listening to The Daily Detail, a roundup of the most important news from the state of Alabama and across the United States. I'm Andrea Tice. Qualifying for a political race here in the state is going to happen earlier for one state party. The Alabama Democratic Party is opening up their candidate qualifying on December 6th for the upcoming 2022 election cycle. Those wishing to run as a Democrat in the state can either complete the process online, or drop off hard copies of their paperwork at the state Democrat Party headquarters. The Alabama Republican Party will open up their candidate qualifying process on January 4th of 2022. That window of opportunity will close on January 28th. Someone who wishes to run as an independent candidate must have 51,588 signatures from registered voters here in Alabama in order to be put on the ballot. The Alabama Secretary of State's office will have more information on that issue. More details are emerging about an arrest gone bad and an injured state trooper. Court records show that the state trooper's gun malfunctioned and did not fire during the fight. The whole incident started when Randy Lee Wade was pulled over for a traffic violation in Sumter County. The state trooper found that Wade had several arrest warrants issued against him. When the trooper tried to arrest Wade, a fight broke out, and that's when Wade went for the officer's taser. The trooper then pulled his gun out, but it did not fire, and Wade was able to grab it and turn it on the trooper. Wade then tried to shoot the trooper, but the gun malfunctioned again. Wade then took off with the gun and taser. All of this happened on Saturday, causing the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency to issue a blue alert. U.S. Marshals did catch up with Wade hours later and took him into custody. The public school system in Mobile County is going to build five new high school stadiums for holding football games and other sporting events. The Mobile County Board of Education has approved the construction bids that were issued to build the first two at LaFour High School and Vigor High School. Both stadiums will cost around $5 million each and seat around 4,000 people. The construction should be completed by August of next year. B.C. Rain, Davidson, and Williamson High Schools are where the other three stadiums are set to be built. The long arm of the law has caught up with a Birmingham pastor 75-year-old Larry Flake was arrested for sexual misconduct with a minor in the state of Indiana. That incident occurred back in 1999. Flake had been living under the name of Larry White and was pastoring a church in Birmingham. Flake has been a fugitive from the law since 2001 when he did not appear for his trial. Flake will be extradited back to Indiana to face further charges. A motorcycle club out of Auburn has delivered almost 200 bikes to children in need in that area. The Gunners Law Enforcement Motorcycle Club made the donation in honor of fallen officer William Buckner. Buckner was killed in the line of duty in May of 2019. The Lee County Judicial Center, based in Opelika, delivered the new bikes to 180 kids in the parking lot of their facility. President of the Gunners, Ruben Garza, says the community helped them raise over $15,000 in order to be able to buy those bikes. They were then given to Big House, Esperanza House, and the Tallapoosa County Girls Ranch. A tribute to Officer Buckner is stamped on each bike that is donated. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, President Joe Biden nominates Jerome Powell to lead the Federal Reserve. While inflation is ramping up and breaking records here in the U.S. economy, Biden touted how Powell will use his position within the federal agency to fight climate change. We have to make sure our financial system can withstand climate change and is prepared to transition to clean energy. The Fed must be a leader among central banks globally in addressing climate-related financial risks. Biden has another nominee who is focused on climate change as well within monetary agencies. Saul Amarava testified last week to the Senate Banking Committee about her credentials to be the next Treasury Department Comptroller. Amarava was under scrutiny by Republicans and Democrats for her calls recorded on video, saying that the oil and natural gas companies must be bankrupted in order to meet climate change goals.
1: And here what I'm thinking about is primarily coal industry and oil and gas industry. A lot of the smaller players in that industry are uh, going to probably uh, go bankrupt in, in, in short order. At least we want them to go bankrupt if we want to tackle climate change, right?
0: Operation Open Roads is developing among 15 Republican governors. This coalition of 15 states is working to alleviate the supply chain crisis by getting goods off of cargo ships, onto trucks and onto American roads. The governors are pledging to clear away burdensome regulations within each state where it's within their executive power to do so. They also sent a letter to President Joe Biden on how he can remedy the problems that have been caused by his own policies in overregulation and stifling of the private sector. The Republican governors are emphasizing the need to address the trucking industry, asking Biden to eliminate outdated regulations there, as well as rescind his vaccine mandate in order to keep current truck drivers on the road and allow for new ones. The states involved range from Arizona to Texas to Nebraska and North Dakota, all the way over to Maryland and South Carolina. A name and a record are now publicly released following a vehicular attack on parade attenders in the state of Wisconsin. Daryl Brooks ran his SUV into the crowds in the town of Waukesha while they were holding a Christmas parade. There are now confirmed to be five people dead and 40 others injured, some children in critical condition as a result of brooks actions now the district attorney in milwaukee has released a record on brooks saying he has an active felony warrant for failure to register as a pedophile sex offender in reno nevada brooks was also out on a one thousand dollar bond for an incident that occurred earlier this november where he also tried to use his car as a weapon the milwaukee county district attorney john chisholm says the bail amount was inappropriately low considering the nature of the charges against brooks There were five women killed by Brooks at the Christmas parade this past Sunday. They were all part of a dance troupe called the Dancing Grannies. Those victims are 81-year-old Wilhelm Hospel, 79-year-old Virginia Sorensen, 71-year-old Leanna Owen, 52-year-old Tamara Durand, and 52-year-old Jane Cully. A homeschooling mother in Colorado says that taking more political action in her state has now earned her a raid from the FBI SWAT team. Sharona Bishop has been sharing a recent event that occurred this past weekend. She's told her story to Lindell TV as well as Real America's Voice. She says she was at home with her three kids when the feds knocked down her door with a battering ram, entered with guns drawn, handcuffed her and her husband, and then searched the home. Bishop read from the search warrant and says none of it makes sense.
1: Wire fraud. They couldn't explain to me what that even meant conspiracy to cause intentional damage to a protected computer and or commit wire fraud. Again, they couldn't explain that to me. Conspiracy to commit wire fraud. They couldn't explain that to me. And then they included the other people that they are investigating, including clerk Tina Peters. Um, this is because I will tell you why they were at my home. They were at my home to intimidate me, to bring fear to my family, to shut me up because I am actively utilizing my first amendment right to defend and be an advocate for Clerk Tina Peters from Mesa County, who is the only elected official in America who has who has evidence, hard evidence, of the um, interference that the Secretary of State of Colorado and Dominion um, has done in our election.
0: Bishop says that the Biden, DOJ, and FBI are seeking to intimidate and silence those getting involved and speaking out in local politics.
1: I'm a law-abiding citizen. I'm very supportive of law enforcement. And I love the law. I am. I defend the Constitution. And what happened yesterday was um, not something I ever thought I would see in my lifetime as an American citizen. Ever. Um, I've got to tell you, I had my doubts before, and now I've really got my doubts um, about this organization and whether it can be trusted or not. Every person is making their own decision. You cannot just say I was given orders and go bash someone's door in and traumatize their family or take them away. I read Ordinary Men. I read the story of the police force um, that carried out the final solution. And with tears in their eyes, they turned children around and shot them in the back of the head. They are responsible for what they're doing. And this is the first step.
0: Bishop has started a website called Moms America. She says her recent political activism has made changes within the local area in Colorado on school boards and other congressional races.
1: So I've been a very loud voice, and it occurs to me that people watching might think, well, Sharona, why don't you just shut your mouth and just be there with your family and just take care of your kids? That's exactly what they're hoping you'll think. That's exactly what the district attorney of Mesa County is hoping you will do and you'll think. But you know what? We have this incredible document called the Constitution, which says I can open my mouth and I can say whatever I want to say. I can defend whoever I want to defend. And that is not criminal.
0: You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. You won't want to miss out on Right Side Radio and host Phil Williams as he talks about guns, saying they're not scary, it's people
2: who are. I've personally spent hours and hours on many ranges, both civilian and military. And in both cases, I have never minded the strict observance of basic gun safety procedures, the use of eye and ear protection, and the respect of others while they are on the firing line. But I've also been the victim of those that have a lesser degree of care and concern. There's some ranges I don't go to anymore because there's no oversight whatsoever. I could show you also, by the way, right now, the surgical scars on my legs that result from someone who was lax with firearm safety sweeping a loaded shotgun back off range just a few feet away from me. And after I had surgery and months of rehab, I was back to full strength and I went back to the range at the next opportunity. But I was able to separate the causation from the instrument It was not the shotgun that shot me in and of itself. It was the knuckleheaded laxity of the guy who shot me and who should have known better. So are guns scary? Not in and of themselves. People are scary.
0: You can find that podcast at rightsideradio.org.